Wow. The second top rated show. On cable. Yeah. On cable. Wow. That's amazing. Well, it's interesting. And it's historically oriented too. Yeah, it's becoming, I was going to say, you were saying it's less of a science expedition, more of a TV show. I think it's less of a treasure hunt and more of a science expedition yes. that happens to be yeah. on TV. A science and yes. history expedition. Yes, you're right. Does that yeah. about do it? Yeah. All right. Yeah, for this year, we'll do it again next year. We'll talk about talk about when they drain the Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 431. Wow. It's a podcast. I'm Mike, and who are you? Mike's dead. Welcome back, Mike's dad. <laughs> what are we listening to here? Good music. This is Long Cool Woman by The Hollies. And we got on got on the call today and realized that uh we were just using that weird al song for you this whole time and you never picked a theme so we picked one yeah white and nerdy (laughs) that's the the generic theme song for part-time guests you've been on enough you get your own now oh geez that's great that's what you picked why did you pick that song yeah do you because, like the guitar work in the opening? Oh, I just love it. I just love it. Most people today wouldn't recognize that song or the wouldn't know who the Hollies were. Did they have a but, more popular song than that one? Oh, my God, they had hundreds. I don't think I've ever actually heard of the Hollies, but I recognize their sound well, and that singer's it, voice. It's 60s music. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it was a 60s band. They were good. That I didn't was... listen to a lot of music. I don't know from Shinola about music or musical. <laughs> he said while but, using a, a phrase that people used back in the fifties and sixties. Back in the sixties, yeah. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, most most of the people that would recognize that are are dead or dying. So, uh, Apple Music says that uh, the Hollies' top songs are "Long Cool Woman," which we heard. Yeah, see? The it's, air that I breathe. Could be, I don't know. Do you know that one? He ain't heavy, he's my brother. Oh, that's kind of a... And bus, yeah. bus stop. Those are those are the, the four that come up. Yeah, the only one that's worth listening to is the one I listen to. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised you you didn't pick um Paul Simon from Graceland. 
That that whole thing is good. Graceland is good. The whole thing. Did you wear Did you wear out your your cassette tape when you when you purchased that? And because mm-hmm. you listened to that in the car, like every time you had to drive me anywhere in in eleventh or eleventh or twelfth grade, um, when I was eleven or yeah. twelve, <laughs> yeah, whenever that is, fifth grade, sixth grade, um, that's I, that you were listening to that all the time. Yeah, let's do it all the time. Yeah. What was your favorite song on on that album? I, I don't even know. I just liked all of it. The boy, liked all uh, of the it. boy in the bubble, Graceland. I know what I know. Gum boots, diamonds on the soles of her shoes. You can call me Al under African skies, homeless, crazy love volume two. That was your mother all around the world. The myth of fingerprints. I think that's it. Probably. Uh, you can call me Al. Oh, okay. So you picked the, the single from the album. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That was good. I like that. Music. Yeah. Just to prove that that is in fact Paul Simon. <laughs> yes. Now you notice you notice something similar about the two songs. Don't Those that that song and uh, the Hollies. Um. Very uh, identifiable opening riff. No. No. They have a very yeah. Well, that but they have they have a very uh, positive, joyful effect on your nervous system. They yeah. make you feel good. They make you feel good. You want to get up and and dance without spilling your drink. <laughs> so like a like a caddyshack gopher dance right where you just kind of twist your yeah. you twist your middle a little bit oh people make, dance make, make you, know, you just kind of kind of just like do this go up and down from the knees a little bit you know do to do to do to do you be careful not to don't fall over yeah don't don't yeah. wear out your your new knees either no that you just had replaced <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> does does a uh, does glucosamine work on uh replaced joints? No. <laughs> w- does it matter at all? WD forty. WD forty. So they le- they leave a hole in there for you to squirt it into with that long red plastic tube, that thin Boy. straw. Yeah. <laughs> I oh. I hear I, I know more people that have replace joint replacements that complain about the pain i mean they had it done 10 years ago and they're still bitching really i see yeah the oh pain, the pain you know, it's not but it's not the joint anymore now it's it's the 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 end of the bone they, where they cut it off <laughs> that's what hurts no, now. no it's just they hurt <laughs> they hurt they hurt all over it's because they don't get off their fat asses and exercise they didn't do the they required physical therapy yeah they don't they don't well they don't they don't walk around the block they just sit in there easy chair watch tv and get fat like me yeah Yeah. because that's what they got used to doing because they they let it go so long with the bad joint yeah yeah i noticed uh uh for some reason i've I've been seeking out people that had open heart surgery and i ask them questions and uh, the first question i ask them is right after the surgery could you wipe your own ass (laughs) And they look at me kind of funny. And most of them say, "Yeah, no problem." So why do you Why do you ask? And I said, "Because nobody's wiping my ass. I'm doing it myself." 
<laughs> well, good well, for you. It's, you know, it's kind of a personal pride thing. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, I mean, I appreciate that as 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 your son and 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 a potential um but future future butt wiper for you. Yeah. Yeah, I I I'm glad that uh that you're going to you're yeah. going to try to make sure that that yeah. doesn't happen or push yeah. it off as long as possible. I appreciate no. that. Thank you. In fact, that's an area that, you know, I like uh, tools with extensions. I have all kinds of window washing equipment with extensions. So I yeah. can do and, and your, I have all these pressure ex- washer. I, no, just uh, things, tools that uh, you screw a handle window on. Window washing wash. tools. These are things that yeah. go like screw onto the end of the end of the garden hose. Yeah, no, 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 no they, they, okay. they screw so on I don't a big know what you're handle, talking about now. You know. Okay. But I, I'm thinking I need something like that for to wipe myself. <laughs> at, some, at some point in time. A, a personal then, hygiene uh, attachment for the garden hose outside? Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You need, you need hemor- to build an outdoor hemor- shower. Hemorrhoid scrubber. Yeah. You need to build yourself one of those outdoor showers like they have on the beach. That was, yeah, it's just like some... It's some, you know, tracks, boards, you know, like creating, yeah. creating a, a, yeah. a little uh, shower stall or maybe, uh, you know, cedar or, or, or some kind of, uh, it, well, you like a, wood. It, yeah, you, you could, you got to build in something like an aspidae. Well, yeah. You have to make an aspidae, you know, uh, what do you call it with the water? That's a bidet. Yeah. 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 You know, you got to have a, uh... <laughs> hey, Paul. It's, it's te- technically, <laughs> that's an ass and crotch bidet yeah oh yeah well they're, they're, they're multi-purpose they'll, they'll <laughs> just uh they'll just pressure wash uh every everything down there in, the, in that region getting back to asking people about their experience the one thing i noticed is uh if, if you talk to them within the first three to six months after they've had the surgery it's obvious that they've lost quite a bit of weight and then if you talk to them a year later it's obvious that they've put it all back. On. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's a good sign, right? <laughs> well, to a degree, <laughs> they haven't changed their eating habits. Yeah, they probably haven't been, haven't been as mobile either. Yeah, that yeah, that makes a difference. You just get tired. You just can't. I mean, I'm I come I work half days, and I'm tired when I get home. And you know, I couldn't work eight hour day. I wouldn't make it. Wow. Yeah, I'd just be all pooped out. But part of that's because my my heart's uh, not a hundred percent functional. Yeah, that'll that'll yeah. that'll See? do that. Yeah. And so that's uh, right, right there. Uh huh. Yeah. So yeah. why is it that uh, in case the the listeners can't figure this out, what why are you asking people about open heart surgery after effects? Well, the the main thing is they crack your your rib cage open. Yeah. My point is that you you're going to have open heart surgery. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm going to have open heart surgery. In seven months? Yeah. Yeah. January, I hope. You were supposed to have I'm... had it already, but COVID f***ed that up, right? No. Uh, no? No. I've been on a, I've been on a, it's not that serious. Don't worry about it. I've been on that thing forever. And it's not, it's not so much the, uh, the problem with your heart getting bad because that's not happening it's it's hanging in there it's the it's the rest of you they want the rest of you to be in good shape extremely good shape the better shape you're in a better chance of survival so they don't want you going in there half sick you know with other problems and he's saying don't 
if you wait, you're going to get sick. You're, you're old. So just something else is going to, is going to pop up and that's going to be recovering from the open heart surgery more difficult. Right. Right. You got it. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. I will keep you posted. My, my preferred outcome from that is that uh, you pull through with flying colors and that everything is great and you live to be mm-hmm. 200 years old. H- however, please uh, make sure that your will is straightened out before. It, 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 it is. Yeah. It, it's all set. And I, as I, I think I told you, I joined a funeral association in Milwaukee. Oh, you did? Yes. Your mother is signed up too, but I don't think she's going to use it because I don't think she's never going to die. Uh, <laughs> this, is she having all of her parts slowly replaced? No. Is she going to be no. a cyborg? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Uh, this this is so... I, did they tell you about this? I think so, but I don't remember the, the specifics about well, it. Very briefly it's, describe it to the, to the audience. There, there's a minimal, they're all over the country. There's a minimal uh, fee to join. And they have contracted with a funeral home that will provide the services untraditionally. In other words, uh, what, what I want is no embalming. Uh, call the, you call the funeral home. They come and get your carcass. They put it in the oven. You get a box of ashes back and then you, you go take the box of ashes and you and your sister and all of the other family members that wish to attend, go out to dinner and tell funny stories about some stupid ass thing I did. And you take the box of ashes with you, you, but don't, don't drop it. Right. You sprinkle it on top of the, of the cake for dessert and then we we all eat eat you and you're, you're forever a part of us. I don't think that's a good idea. What do you want? What do you want to be done with the ashes? Well, uh, my two oldest grandsons want to have rings made from the ashes. Like uh, diamond rings? I don't know. They said there's some guy that makes, he'll take the ashes and he'll make a ring out of the ashes. Okay. So I said, fine, go ahead. You know, I, just as long as it's not something stupid, you know, don't, don't make a collar for Fifi or something out of my ashes, but you know, that that's. I don't really care. Just I don't put me in the ground in a stinky box in the ground. That is so ridiculous. And don't let a Catholic priest anywhere near me after I'm gone. <laughs> you got enough of that voodoo when you were a kid. I don't need that. No Vatican voodoo. That's but I I got this all written out. Okay. And I, I will send you a copy. So you will have a copy and uh and uh, your mother will have a copy and your sister will have a copy. All right, so. great. You- yeah, I just and they do this. They do this cremation for under a thousand dollars. Well, that's nice. How much is that usually? But twenty five hundred is a minimal figure. But anyway, that's a good organization. I encourage you to join it. Okay. Will you send me that information? Yeah, I will. I will. The reason I encourage you to join it is you you do not have offspring. And your sister would come up with some screwy ass thing to do with your remains that would be probably hilarious, but not to you. <laughs> probably not. What makes you think my older sister is going to survive me? Uh, she's going to live forever. Okay. She's got uh, the same genes that uh, Grammy has. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Plus, she's a uh, she's in the industry. So. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kids will have fun with her. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to hear some news items now? You could do the news. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Well, you know, we're uh recording this this weekend. Yeah. It's uh it's it's Father's Day. Happy Father's oh, Day, Dad. Th- thanks, Mike. <laughs> That's very nice of you. I have a I have a nice sound clip in honor of Father's Day. No. I am your father. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. No! No! No, it is, it is true, and it is possible. You are my father. Yes. Did you get my card? Not yet. Ah! <clears throat> well, it but could come today. For- Has the mail come yet today? No. Technically, Father's Day is tomorrow. Today is Saturday. Yeah, it, it will arrive. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for the Father's Day gift. What Father's Day gift? I get the same Father's Day gift every year. That you buy I yourself? No. No, uh, Lori makes the arrangements. I get um, Sherlock Holmes by mail. Okay. It's fascinating. What What is uh, Sherlock Holmes by mail? Well, it's letters, usually from a, a client or from uh watson to sherlock holmes about a situation and they ask him to solve it and he writes back and and says do this and this is so and so and then it and and uh it's it's all it's you know it's like he's solving the crime through the mail and i get copies of the letters both ways okay and this goes on for about five or six letters until the until the uh situation is resolved the, the mystery typical, is solved yeah, right in typical sherlock holmes style i love sherlock holmes and always have i'm a sherlockian and uh, i read the uh what do you call that the whole collection that arthur conan doyle wrote okay yeah i read the whole thing i have a copy of it around here somewhere i've read it twice but anyway this is what i get for uh christmas and for my birthday and it, uh, it's just great. I mean, I wait. They come in the mail one at a time, and and like uh, maybe ten days apart, ten days to two weeks apart. And you, I think you get four episodes or something like that. It'll last for several months. But thank you very much. I really enjoy it. I enjoy getting the mail. And there's another thing from Sherlock, and you you have to read it and kind of help see if you can figure it out. You get it Christmas and Father's Day. Yeah. Okay, because your birthday yeah. is right before Father's Day, like three weeks. Well, sometimes, yeah, sometimes I get it for my birthday, but this year I got it for Father's Day because I got the turkey roaster for my birthday. <laughs> oh, God, that was the best turkey I've ever had. So this is uh, a, an electric turkey fryer? Oh, yes, deep fryer. Oh, it's a deep was, fryer. Oh, yeah, this this is in the oil. Oh, my but God, it's, it doesn't it fit a whole turkey. 
It takes a whole turkey. Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah, it'll up, take up to up how to many? Uh... About fifteen pounds. They recommend. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, they recommend that you get one that's around fifteen pounds. Or yeah, I'll under you, fifteen I'll you, pounds. Around fifteen pounds. I'll tell you how good it was. Uh, I did it. I did a turkey on my birthday, and it was well Memorial Day, and it was yummy. It was the best we've ever had. Uh, Lori said for Thanksgiving, she wants me to do two turkeys, two 15-pound turkeys, and she's not going to do one. Now, you know how much pride she takes in her turkeys. Why isn't she doing a turkey? Because this, the deep-fried ones are so much better. Oh. They're just <laughs> yummy. And can she use the parts from the deep-fried ones to make her, her famous turkey soup? Yeah, she could. There's not much left. Well, there's all the bones and everything. No, the, the ones that her boys don't eat. The, the the kids eat the bones? They Yeah, they eat pretty much everything. <laughs> <laughs> they eat the head and the neck. The head, the head and, and the neck. gizzards <laughs> and the feet. And the, the gizzards. <laughs> hey, when they're deep fried, they're good. Everything is good fried, yeah. Oh, man. We're going to do... Uh, we're going to do a shrimp boil, fill it with water, do a shrimp boil. You can do that. In the deep fryer thing. In the, in the deep fryer. Yeah. How many, uh, how big is that? What's the volume on that? Well, it's probably a foot deep <laughs> by maybe 12, 14 inches square. It's square. So it's, yeah. a, it's a cubic foot. The inside. Yeah. The outside's it's a little bigger. I don't care about the outside. I care about the inside. Yeah, you can get a uh, you can get about a, about a twelve about a fifteen pound. They they recommend a fifteen pound turkey. The original ad said that it would hold up to a twenty pound turkey, but uh, that's about seven and a half gallons. Does that sound right? Thirty. Oh quarts? no, it takes it takes uh, it only takes two gallons. What? Well, the yeah. no 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 total though. Yeah, you put two gallons of oil in it. That's all. That's the maximum amount. But then, yeah, because the turkey takes up the rest of the volume. Well, when you drop the turkey in, yeah, it fills it up. Yeah. yeah the oil level goes up. I'm, but I'm but telling you, put, I'm telling you, one cubic foot is, is, seven, is seven and a half gallons, according to this app that converts things. Oh, well, I, I, we didn't use seven and a half gallons. Right, because of the turkey. Yeah, we used two gallons. Two gallons of, of oil? Peanut oil. Peanut, only use pe- only yeah, peanut any, oil. Only peanut oil. So that's about five and a half gallons worth of turkey then to fill Could it be, up. Yeah. If you yeah. fill it up. So you can you can yeah. you can use up to a five and a half gallon turkey. <laughs> <laughs> which which know, just... is probably around fifteen pounds. <laughs> I I would prefer to say a fifteen pound turkey because when you start talking gallons it just it's like, ooh. So how do you how do you seal I've never thought about this before. I'm just now thinking of this. If you're if you're submerging a turkey in hot boiling oil, or any liquid for that matter, but in this case it's just the boiling oil, um, how do you seal the inside of the turkey or do you? You don't. You don't. You let the oil get in there. Oh yeah. That's and cook it from and cook it from the inside too, so there's right. no the there's thing, no stuffing in these turkeys. No, no, uh, uh-uh. 
The only thing you have to be careful of is that you have to dry it very carefully because you, if you put it in there with in too the much oil, moisture, it explodes. It blows the water, you know, the water, yeah, it turns to steam instantly. And yeah, yeah. Same thing with the, you, you can't put it in frozen because it'll, Oh God, no. That's how people set their house on fire. Yeah. It'll explode. Mm-hmm. I did it on the, on the porch, the screened in porch. And, um, just because it was the first time and we didn't know, we figured better to do it out there and have a problem than in the kitchen. Yeah. Only burned down and, part um, of the house <laughs> or the, the, the part with, uh, with, 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 with the second floor, not above it. Yeah. That's right. a good idea. Yeah. But, uh, it, it was, it was a good experience and, uh, no problems at all. We had the, I made sure the bird was dry before it went in the oil. It took uh, about 45 minutes. The actual cooking time was like, they tell you like 30, 35 minutes or something. But by the time you put it in and take it, it was about 40, 45 minutes total, which isn't bad. You know, you put a turkey in the oven, you're talking three, four hours. It was yummy. The, the shrimp oil is shrimp, sausage corn and potatoes yep that sounds about right mm-hmm. i've had that before i had that in savannah it's good stuff it's a lot of work yeah. though we did it not with a fryer but uh Lori did it uh we tried crawfish yeah and it was pretty good but the crawfish was disappointing because they're so damn small yeah and we didn't season them at all we didn't soak them marinate them and uh, it's kind of a bland taste all you're eating is a little bit of the stuffing from the tail and you're not uh, you didn't suck the head no no suck all the brain juice out brain juice supposed to taste good but i don't know that's gross yeah yeah it was good it just the the crawfish didn't i expected it to have more of a lobster type flavor and it didn't so we're gonna do uh we're going to do shrimp boil this summer and see how that goes. Is that for 4th of July or is that just at some point? I don't know. It's at some point. Don't have any plans right now. The only thing planned this weekend is Sawyer's coming over and we're going to smoke a cigar. But you do that every weekend. Not every weekend. No? No. No. This, I haven't, he hasn't been over for about three weeks. Huh. Well, when you well, see him... Went, uh, Make sure to tell him to to respond to my scheduling email for July so that he can grab a spot. Okay. I only got two weeks left. Oh, all right. For uh, Nerd Burger. Nerd Burger, yeah. Th- this thing that we're doing right now. <laughs> Except instead of you, it would be him. It would be him. Yeah. yeah get, him, get him to talk about uh, his electronic experiences with his grandparents. Okay. Anything? They seem to. They seem to. It seems to be very com- comedic for them. This is uh. This is them being um, providing IT assistance to you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. By the third of the way through, the frustration will come out. <laughs> usually, usually with a question, something like, "You can't f-ing do that." <laughs> And then, and then that'll be followed a few minutes later by, I'll tell you what, let me just do it for you. Yeah, I'll get it go. all set up uh-huh, for you. Yeah. yeah. 
And then all you have to do is hit one button, okay? And the answer will be, just make sure it's damn one button and not six different steps. Yeah. And let me write that down. Wait till I get my pad and pencil. I'm going to write down the instructions. <laughs> you don't have to. It's real simple. No, I'll write them down. I'm simple. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't You couldn't follow uh, the instructions uh-huh. to get back into the Zoom meeting earlier. Go back, no, I go back to the I email, get... tap on the link. What link? Just do the exact yeah. same thing you did before to get on the first time. You forget. Yeah. You know, if you don't, I, I can't, I have to do, do a, uh, something like that repetitiously half a dozen times before it becomes second nature. You want to know a secret? Yeah. The, the phone that you're talking about, the pocket computer that you have. Yeah. There are dozens and dozens of uh, free apps that will help you schedule and organize and remember things and make lists for you ones that come with the phone ones that you can go to the to the app store and download in addition to the ones that come with the phone i'm jinxed okay if i try if i try to download an app i'll get to a point and it'll say now push this button and you'll be all set to go and i'll push the button and nothing will happen Mm -hmm. this happens to me all the time I mean, constantly. I, you know, I can religiously follow the instructions, and I'll get to that point where they'll say, "Push the but- red button below, and you'll be all set to go." And I'll push the red button, and nothing happens. Yeah. Are you tapping the button, or are you trying to physically push the screen in? Because that that that's a problem. That'll that won't recognize that you're hitting the button. You're just supposed to tap the screen. I, How long I have you had try, a smartphone? I usually try both. I usually try both. <laughs> you know, the one that's driving me nuts now is if, if like on Facebook, if you like something and you hit the like button, you get a, a bar that comes up with a bunch of symbols in it. Yeah. A bunch yeah. of different ways to like it or dislike it or yeah. Yeah. And it says swipe this bar. Now to me, that means rub, rub it with your fingertip from left to right. Yeah. I would think so too nothing happens hmm. nothing i try all five fingers nothing happens <laughs> no one at a one at a time <laughs> one at a time yeah i get what you mean uh, yeah so all this stuff on facebook i i can't like it anymore because i got this damn stupid bar there well if if you just tap the like and don't make the bar come up it'll just do What's the regular it? like I know, but it it doesn't, it comes up voluntarily. All of a sudden it's there. You know, I'll hit the like button and it'll pop up. doesn't do it all the time. It just does it once in a while. What do you call those emojis? Is that an emoji? Yes. So this is what I was explaining before, the difference between tapping the thing on the screen and pressing and holding the thing on the screen. So if you tap the like, it'll just like, you know, tap like real quick on and off the screen. I I can't do anything quick. Okay. But if you press and hold, that brings up that stupid bar with all that other stuff. So it's it's not, it's me, it's not the computer. I think so, yeah. Oh Jesus. See, it's just it ain't in my bones. Oh, it ain't in your bones. It ain't in my bones. I I used to think telephones were great. You could pick up a device and dial uh, turn the dial to numbers and 
and whoever you were calling their mother would answer the phone and they'd say hold on i'll get her and you know and the person would come on the phone hi how are you i'm fine how are you yeah back in the old days gone i remember <laughs> i remember <laughs> i remember test patterns on the tv yeah was that uh before eight o'clock in the morning or after midnight Yeah, between midnight and eight okay there was no programming they used to run what they called test patterns and you were supposed to be able to adjust your picture i never messed with it but the test pattern was on you got up at seven o'clock in the morning you turn the tv on you watch the test pattern for an hour now would would the tv's settings just drift out of whack slowly over time so, so that you had to do that every once in a while it was like I don't maintenance think, to the no i think i think it was mania i think there were some like my father some people that just had to screw around with it they they i, I never saw any improvement in the picture when he after he did <laughs> he spent hours he'd spend hours adjusting and he'd take the back off of the tv and he'd be in there with a screwdriver, which I kept waiting for him to electrocute himself. And that, then he, sadly, he put, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. He put a mirror in front of the TV. <laughs> so he could see what he was, if it was making so, any changes. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then he'd be back there screwing around. And when he was done, he put the cover back on the TV and there was nothing uh, different. And there was, uh, there was nothing to watch, nothing improved. You know, nope. it was Saturday morning, it was Sky King. It was, uh, I can't even remember all the shows that were on. Sky King was the one I remember because it never made any sense to me. It was a cowboy show. And he, but he, he was a cowboy. He'd, he'd be running, riding his horse full speed to, to get to town to, uh, I don't know, catch a bad guy. And he'd, and he'd ride the horse up to his airplane. And he, and he had a twin engine airplane. And uh, they'd, He'd jump off the horse and run and get in the airplane and fly. He couldn't I'll figure he that one out. He didn't take the horse on the, in the plane with him. No, no. And I was, I, 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 I had a lot of difficulty rationalizing. When he gets TV where he's show. going, then he doesn't have his horse. I don't know. See, I was picturing a cargo plane, right, with the the door in the back down. No, and he just rides yeah. the horse up into the plane and then gets off the horse, closes the door, I, jumps in the seat, and takes off. Because then when I he gets where he's going, he just opens the door, gets back on the horse, and rides the horse out, right? I thought of, that. See, I thought that makes about, sense to yeah. me. Yeah. I thought about that, but <laughs> it, it, it was it was like, is if he's a real cowboy, where do you get the f***ing airplane? Yeah. Or or if it's a modern day, why doesn't he ride, drive his Jeep to the airplane? You all right? Yeah. Did something beep oh. in your house? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the coffee pot shut off. Oh, okay, which means it's going cold. Yeah, I could never understand. Never figure that out. That was loud I, enough that I, th- I thought if it was here, it was the smoke detector in the hallway. Oh, no, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. But that was—I used to watch the show because it dazzled me. You know, it was like a conundrum, right? And you and, kept uh, trying to figure out what the what the connection was with this cowboy and why does he have an airplane. Yeah, and and there were other other things in the show that I would pick out little subtle things like, well, is this modern day or was this cowboy time? You know, and oh, it was fascinating. It, it disturbed me. It disturbed my soul. <laughs> I was, 
to this day it disturbs me. I want to know what's what's the deal with Sky King. There were other shows on, and then uh, in the morning, kid shows. You know things like Hopalong Cassidy and uh, uh, the Lone Ranger. This was all Saturday morning, and we'd sit and watch those shows. We just loved them. And then at twelve o'clock news noon, the Big Top came on, and that was a televised version of a circus. And it was on for an hour until one o'clock, and usually we would. Any circus, or was that the Barnum and Bailey's? It was, I don't remember what circus it was. They had a big fat guy for master ceremonies. He wore a white outfit, a white uh, tuxedo with tails. He's a big fat guy. I used to look at it and think, God, that's a lot of cloth. <laughs> I wonder how, I how much I more his clothes cost. I, well, I didn't think of that no. because I, I never paid much attention. We used to get, now do, you're going to laugh, but this is honest to God truth. Every fall, we would get two pairs of corduroy pants and two flannel long sleeve shirts. And that's what we wore to school. Yeah. And a, and a pair of, uh, they used to call them Oxfords. Those were your dress, school and dress shoes. But I didn't like wearing them to school. I would take my tennis shoes. I'd sneak them in my book bag and I'd put my tennis shoes on at school. Because you go out for recess in your Oxfords, what could you do? You couldn't scuff the shoe up. You'd catch hell when you got home. But every fall, that's that's what they would buy. And they would bitch about spending the money for our clothes. Okay? Yeah. Two, Two pairs of corduroy pants. From the time I was old enough to go to school until I was in the eighth grade. Every year, though. Every year. Yeah. yeah. You'd get two pairs of pants, two flannel shirts. And a pair and of shoes. pair of shoes. When I was in eighth grade, I had to have a suit for graduation. That was the first suit I got. Suit of clothes. Yeah. Pants and a, and a jacket and a dress shirt. But that was the only extension to my wardrobe. <laughs> Wait, so you didn't have uh, other clothes to go play outside in and get you, dirty? You, get, you, had, you got one pair of blue jeans, and, and you, you usually outgrew those. You usually outgrew the blue jeans. They didn't usually wear out. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got one pair of blue jeans. And, and then you had the tennis shoes like you wear, high tops. Chuck Taylors? Yeah, the Keds. Converse. We used to get Keds, K-E-D-S. Okay. Well, I, I don't wear those. Oh, well, that's you know, the high tops, the black high tops. <laughs> I used to wear those. <laughs> okay. That's what we get. Yeah, had a pair of those. That's what you wore to play in. But you only had one pair of jeans? Yeah. So did they get washed every day? Or just only on the well, weekend? I don't know. She'd come around and collect them and, and wash them. She'd wash your jeans on, on a weekday. See, so they were. Right, because they were your weekend clothes. Yeah, yeah. And, you okay. know, for if they if the laundry wasn't done when you got home at the end of the day, you left your school clothes on and stayed in the house. Yeah, Sky Watched, King. Uh, did you look it up? Yeah, and uh, the internet says the lead character was Arizona rancher and aircraft pilot Shulier Sky King. So Sky was his nickname. The series may have been based on a true life personality of the 1930s, Jack Cones, 
known as the Flying Constable of 29 Palms in San Bernardino County, California, although this notion is unverified. King usually captured criminals and spies and found lost hikers, though he did so with the use of his airplane, the Songbird. Which the Songbird, start, yeah. Which started as a Cessna T-50 and then in later episodes was replaced with a Cessna 310B. Twin engine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, twin engine Cessna. It starred uh, Kirby Grant. Is that Sky King, I'm assuming? Gloria Could Winters, be. Ron Haggerty, Ewing Mitchell, and Chubby Johnson. <laughs> I read the cast because uh, I wanted to say Chubby Johnson. Chubby Johnson. <laughs> that was, was, that was, was Johnson slang for penis back then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Chubby Johnson was a joke everybody was laughing about. That could be, yeah. <laughs> Chubby Johnson. Chubby Johnson. Yeah, that's uh, that's good. I All those guys, all those cowboy guys had... Uh, assistants and they were always halfwits yeah <laughs> they're derelicts <laughs> and uh, who i'm trying to think of who uh gene autry had somebody oh i can't remember the names gabby hayes was one of them one of those cowboy guys had gabby hayes for a, a assistant uh-huh and there was another time warp there because the cowboy i can't remember the cowboy he would ride a horse all the time Gabby Hayes had a Jeep and he'd drive in the, in the show. He'd drive the Jeep and it was like, it was was like, was it like dragging the horse behind it? So that he had a horse horse to ride when he got where he was going. There there were times, there were times when he had the horse tied to the back of the Jeep. And then he drove very slowly. He he drove very slowly. And when he got where he was going, he parked the Jeep and get on the horse. But, it was, you know, you're sitting there, you're watching the show. You're just a kid. You're going, when was this? Was this back in the 1800s or what? Well, not you if know. there's a Jeep. Where did the Jeep come from? How could this be in the 1800s? It, it, it ruined your, it boggled your mind. It made it, your right. time Why, warp yeah. thing got all screwed up. Yeah, that was all the, the old, I forgot all about, the old yeah. cowboy Western stuff was set in the late 1800s, right? Yeah. Yeah, mid except, for, except for these these modern day cowboys, which is I'm assuming that's what this was. These shows you're talking about, these were 1950s cowboys, right? That for some reason were still cowboying in the 50s, so they were supplementing their their horse okay. with you know cars and airplanes and you know, the old days. Yeah, there were. I, I'll think of more of this stuff for the next time, but I could still remember that. And they all had these idiot assistants, except for Tonto, <laughs> except the Lone Ranger. He had a, he was a smart guy because they were, they were always shooting at the Lone Ranger. They weren't shooting at Tonto. He was smart. <laughs> you know, he always stayed back a few, few feet. He, he is him and his horse were back from the Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger go, he'd go roaring into a, a crime scene on this white horse and Tonto would be. I want to come into this one kind of slow here and see what happens, you know. And sure enough, the Lone Ranger would be in there with his two six shooters and he'd be getting shot at and Tonto would be back behind the rock going, hmm, Kimosabi, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow the Lone Ranger managed to survive. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I promised news. We should at least do one actual news item. I, I saved mm. this one for you. Okay. NBC, which is a television network, um, has halted production on Ultimate Slip and Slide, which is a reality show where people are sliding down a giant slip and slide. You know what a slip and slide is, right? Mm-mm. That's that thing you unroll on your lawn and you oh, spray yeah. water okay. on it and you, you slide on it because <laughs> it's wet. It's like vinyl. Wait, wait, they, they made a TV show? Yeah, but it's like, uh, it looks like, um, you know, like the ski jump in the Olympics? Yeah. It's like that, but with a giant slip and slide on it. That's the dumb. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, yeah, it's NBC. So, um, yeah, yeah. You well, gotta be. You gotta be a halfwit to watch shows like that. <laughs> you gotta be a real Democrat to watch TV like that. You gotta be. Uh, you gotta be a uh, 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 somebody's uh, cow, uh, some cowboy's friend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some some derelict following along behind. Gabby A's. Hey, Roy, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, they they had to they had to um halt production. Do you 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 want to guess why they had to halt production on their uh, slip and slide reality show? Take take Lawsu- take a guess. L- loss lawsuits. You would think that that would be the thing. Like somebody you know got horribly yeah. horribly injured. No, that's not what happened. Um, they had to halt production because of uh an outbreak of explosive diarrhea. <laughs> now just like conjure the image in your mind. There's a giant slip and slide, right? That, that and explosive diarrhea. That now that I would watch. Yes, I would watch that too. <laughs> that, that makes it, that makes it a great TV show. Tune in to NBC this summer. Must see TV. It's diarrhea slide. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. That's no, the actual news. Unfortunately, news that's news? that's not what happened. Um, oh. No. Explosive um, diarrhea. No, somehow the entire uh, uh, cast and crew uh, came down with... Uh, well, they all got explosive diarrhea from something called Jardia, which is a microscopic yeah. parasite that was uh, li- living around in the fetid water or something from the slip that's and slide. A, that's a great word, fetid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, it it just kind of says it all. Fetid, you've said it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, un- yeah. So uh, unfortunately, um. No, the people weren't pooping, you know pooping themselves on the slide. Oh boy, <laughs> explosive diarrhea! Oh lord. Should we move on to uh, your topic that you wanted to discuss today? Yeah. Oh, I, hang on. I have I have music for this. There is an island in the North Atlantic where men have been looking for treasure for more than 200 years. This is taking too long. I'm going to skip to the end. That's right. It's Curse of Oak Island time. (laughs) That intro goes forever. 
Yeah. Yeah, it, not, it wasn't even the current i couldn't even find the current one the one where they talk about the lead cross and the pieces of human bone it was the one from before that oh boy yeah yeah they, they've been out of the air a long time this was nine the, years the eighth season that just ended yeah eight years mm-hmm. well i didn't look it up today but <laughs> yesterday or the day before i looked it up and uh and it still hasn't been officially renewed for a ninth season yet I think that just means that the paperwork hasn't been signed. Right, because they're filming. They're already, oh, yeah. they're in the middle of it. They're in the middle yeah. of their, their season out there in the middle of June, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they only have, what, like six months that they can actually work? Six or no, seven, they actually, like they, it Well, they do work all doing. year round, but they don't film all year round. They wait until yeah. it's already, you know, green leaves they, are sprouting on, on trees. And then they film they've, until the, you know, the trees are turned color. Yeah. They've done a lot of stuff that they don't necessarily show you either. I mean, you, you find out about it. And, uh, like the boring logistical stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, sometimes it's like, wow, isn't that neat? I didn't know they did that. Well, they didn't talk about it on the show. But, but they sure did a whole heck of a lot this last season. Yeah. And, and it, they yeah, thought they that did. they weren't going to that they weren't going to be able to do that much because of COVID restrictions in the beginning. Yeah. And I guess they weren't, you know, because of, because of the whole quarantining for 14 day thing, like getting people on and off the Island, they had trouble with like the big, they were supposed to have um, built another coffer dam this time in the swamp. And I think they had, I think they had, they had started digging in anticipation of that. But uh, they ended up finding stuff without the coffer dam to the point that they right. didn't even bother with the coffer dam. They just drained the swamp and just kept digging. Is that where you want to start well, with the what they found in the swamp? Do we need any background, or are we are we talking? Are people who listen to this going to know what it's all about? Can you do like most, a most, a thirty second? Um, most people don't take well, a, I, take a I, minute I, to I, explain what's happening on Oak Island. I am I am a I am a soul mate with with the Laginas because I found out about it about the same time they did. I read an article in a Boys Life magazine when I was twelve years old in nineteen fifty seven and it fascinated me. And there have been news clippings about different people going there uh, over the years and I've followed every one of them. I, I read as much as I could find out. Because it fascinated me, the, the overall framework they don't they don't cover this very often, and for most people, you you got to know what why they're there, and it's not just a, a wild hair. There's a an ocean current that runs up the east coast of the United States, and actually crosses the Atlantic uh, toward Iceland and, and England, and this current. Um, was helpful to the Spanish who were stealing the shit out of the Incas and, <laughs> and, lo- and loading and loading it on ships, all their gold and, and whatnot, yeah. g- whatever. Yeah. And loading it on ships and shipping it back, trying to ship it back to Europe. Well, there was a, the, the Nova Scotia and that particular area became a hotbed for, um, pirate activity. There was a guy. There was a guy who was based just up the coast from Nova Scotia, who had fourteen ships, pirate ships, that yeah. worked for him. 
He had his own fleet. He had his own fleet of pirate ships, and he would send them out into this current, and these Spanish ships would be sailing along, and they'd blow the shit out of them, and, uh, and, they'd, and they'd drag them back to shore, and they'd, or they'd take them to Oak Island and empty the gold out there. And, they and, took they, and now, yeah. now that's not a wild hair idea because they're finding these piers or these uh, remnants of large piers uh, that enabled them to bring these big ships in and unload them. Plus, now they're finding these uh, primitive roadways, which indicate that they were hauling some pretty substantial cargo off of these ships to someplace on the island. Uh, and this tunnel system, they haven't even begun to figure that out. But that you have to keep that historical fact in the back of your mind. That's where that's where the whole thing started. Well, that was where it was in the days of the pirates. God knows who was the first one there. It's when they found the, the tip of the Roman spear. How in the hell did that get there? <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, it's possible. If you look at a map, uh, I mean, the Romans made it to England, and and they were pretty. They'd get on a boat and go anywhere. They didn't care. You fill it up with gasoline, and they're gone. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, you know, the, it's, the Vikings it's, it's, made it over here. It, oh, they were here a long, long time ago. Yeah. Much, much. Yeah, Christopher Columbus is a nobody. He was a he was a uh, uh, a publicity stunt that went bad. But, uh, I mean, they honest to God have the tip of a Roman spear. You know, I mean, it could have been somebody's collection of artifacts that fell off the boat. Right. uh, It doesn't mean Romans were there. It doesn't mean they were there. But then again, they were maybe, you know, maybe they got in on some of the early early stuff, too. You don't know. Uh, Let me ask you this. Who do you think built all the roads? that they're finding along the edge of the swamp. Well, it was whoever was uh, downloading this cargo. And I'd say there's a pretty good chance it was the English because they, they had to know what the Spanish were doing. And I mean, it's just a simple, do you think the, you think the British hired pirate guy in his 14 ship fleet to attack the Spanish? To get their gold, all, and they yeah. were, yeah, and they were stashing it there. So it's it's the it's the British yeah. in cahoots with the pirate people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It it was uh, uh, and you know who's who's the guy that they're connecting to that the Englishman? I can't think of the name right now. Oh, the guy think, that the the preserving stuff in Mercury, Francis Bacon. Francis Bacon. He might they they think. They're, they they speculate that they might find him in his coffin when they get to the bottom of the whole thing because he wanted to be buried in a coffin full of mercury. That's God. That's really funky sounding. <laughs> Jesus, going back to the weird funeral. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, traditions it, it and, I mean, yeah. And we don't know. How, I mean, he he was a pretty smart guy. You know, he he might have figured this whole thing out. But it's obvious that there was a lot of, it's becoming obvious that there was a lot of traffic, a lot of unloading and loading going on there. Um, they, they, 
early, rare, very early on, what, 1500s, it's, it's looks like somebody, the, the, the two, there used to be two islands where the swamp is, was a, an a, a area where the water was deep enough where they could bring a ship in there. Yeah. I think and, that and, and they, and they've proven that conclusively, I think based on the, on the geology, like the two, the two islands or the two halves of Oak Island are right. completely different geologically. They're similar. Yeah. 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 But it's obvious they brought a ship in there and they burned it. And when they found that piece of railing this past year, and they carbon dated it, and it went, it carbon dated to three or four hundred A.D. Did it? Yes. As at at the earliest, but there so there's right there's a a big range. There's a range. There's a big range. But but still, it's like what the hell? That had to be Roman. Somebody brought a ship in there. I don't remember and that happening. Are you sure it was empty, three or four hundred yeah, AD? Yeah, it was the last show. They and and the the uh, they burned the ship. They brought a ship in there when it was a, a channel, and they emptied it and burned it. Pop- uh, that's why they're that's why they're finding burnt chunks of ship in the swamp. Mm-hmm. They did a that uh, uh, thing with the. Uh, the ground radar in the, the ships, the, the shape of what's down there was roughly that of a ship. It's in the swamp. It's in the mud in the bottom of the swamp. Yeah, it's like a, a, a galleon looking yeah, type of ship would, on its side. It would lend itself to having been burned. They obviously wanted, wanted to hide it, whatever it was. Now, may, where, they, where they took the rest of the Spanish ships, I don't know. Maybe they gave them a paint job and and some other pirate used them. You know, I think a lot of that <laughs> went on too. You know, put some uh, mud flaps on it, fancy white wall tires, and you got a new, uh, you got a new pirate ship. Yeah, I think I think it was historically significant, but those people didn't write down what they did because they didn't want anybody to know. <laughs> you know, they were hiding some their valuables. Oh, yeah, they might have. They might have taken everything off the island eventually, although there's something there, and that the test that they did this year a lot. This is a big year for even with COVID for information. You know they had over 700 artifacts this year. The yep, I count. just I just uh, I just read that in one yeah. of the articles I've got here. 700 700 artifacts. Um, the tests they did with, uh, they're drilling a lot of wells. They're eight-inch wells to, to f- get a feeling for what's down there. Well, one of the archaeologists came up with the idea of testing the water for dissolved silver. And the reason he tested it for dissolved silver is where there's silver, there's going to be gold. Right, and gold doesn't dissolve. And gold doesn't dissolve. And they found relatively high concentrations of silver in the water they tested well i think they they so, the the geologist said they asked him how much silver has to be down there for for you to get these mm-hmm. levels and the results and he said a truckload mm-hmm. so there's there's if, something there and if there are piles and piles of silver there's piles and piles of gold there, yeah it's treasure yeah. and there's gold too and probably yeah. jewels and god knows what else yeah. yeah. Or at least they're Yeah. No, I think I think that yeah, that was the the big reveal. 
at the end of the yeah. season was, oh, was, was the the, yeah. the findings well, for that, that and the and the peers the, the all the stuff in the swamp yeah the bulk the of the peers, season though yeah. as you're watching it no is, the peers are digging out, in the swamp and finding finding the peers on you yeah. know out in out in the ocean on the ocean the remnants yeah. of those and then the road yeah and the the, the pieces of the ship then which mm-hmm. they started finding toward the end mm-hmm. this says um thing i'm reading it says that the that railing was carbon dated to 780 okay 700 all right but it is i thought it was earlier than that i didn't think it was i didn't think they'd found anything that was uh, in 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 the hundreds of 80s i thought everything was post 1080 mhm but this says 700 so 700 yeah yeah that's an early one so that pre so that, that, that predates the vikings right oh yeah sure but see they don't have a fix on exactly when the spanish started raiding the uh the aztecs they don't know that they they have an idea but it's not cast in stone you know again they, it's they, it's they, another range of hundreds yeah, of years yeah they could have been in there ripping them off year hundreds of years before anybody found out about it that's true i mean you don't publicize stuff like that you know <laughs> no <laughs> Uh, news moves yeah, it's, slowly uh, anyway there's then. there's a lot there's an awful lot of history there that's that's centered around uh oak island um and it's it's gonna it's gonna take a long long time unfortunately i don't think i'll be around when they they'll where when i go they'll still be digging around in there i mean it's going to change the history of of uh north america it already has they already have uh, for sure. Yeah. Man. Oh God, yes. Was that no, they changed that? Was that the the end of the season last season, season seven, where they laid out all of the top finds on on the table with kind of like a like a timeline where they had marked all the yeah. the years, hundreds of years going going back, you know, to like a thousand AD and they had all all the stuff from, you know, eleven yeah. eleven, twelve, thirteen hundred all the way up through yeah, yeah. the uh, 18th century well, i think the cross was 1200 wasn't it i think the oldest date for the cross it was like 1100 to 1300 something like that yeah yeah the lead cross and, uh, made yeah. made with lead from southern france where the templars yeah. were the, the in the shape of a templar cross <laughs> that they found on the beach <laughs> on oak island oh shoot what's going on yeah a bird just landed on the windowsill. I was going to show it to you, but it took off. It's not. There's nothing to do with Oak Island. But what kind of bird was it? I don't know. It's gone. It was a spuds. It was a uh, some kind of sparrow or finch or. Garbage, it didn't. Sh- garbage. Important bird. thing is <laughs> the important thing. The important thing is it lives because it didn't shit on the window. <laughs> You got a problem problem with birds pooping on on your windows, on your house no, windows? No, but if if they do, they're gone. Yeah. They get the pellet, they get the pelican. I will I will track them down and uh, back to Oak Island though. The, 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 it's a pretty the talented that, bird if it can if it can crap on a <clears throat> vertical yeah. surface like that. It's interesting um to consider they like dive bomb at, a, at an angle from above and then like do a jackknife in the air just as they're crapping. 
I, 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 would, I, would be close I mean, you get it on your car too. windshield and, and, and windows because they're at well, angles. And so it comes down well, I've, above. I've, I've tried doing that, but that's really. <laughs> what you need is some Jardia and a slip and slide. And then you'll have no trouble flinging your poo wherever you want it to go. <laughs> slip and slide and explosive <laughs> diarrhea. Oh, I love it. They've had to cancel the show. <laughs> Well, they halted production. I don't think the show got canceled. Yeah, halted production. The show won't get canceled until it airs one episode, and then it gets canceled because nobody that's wants funny. to watch that, it. That's really funny. I can't, I can't wait to tell Sawyer that he's going to break up. <laughs> he's he inherited the the sense of humor. Yeah, or the fecal sense of humor. Yeah. He. Where were we? Oh, Oak Island. Yeah. No, this is significant. Very significant. Uh, they had a very tense standoffish relationship with the Canadian government uh, when they started doing what they were doing. Uh, the, in, the way things are in Canada, you do it the way the government tells you to do it, and you do it exactly. Well, it seems the like they, they need a permit to, you know, breathe. Yeah. <laughs> or, just, or just, just walk on the island with shoes. You know, just, just let me just inter- for everything, everything. Let me just interject while we're talking. I'm looking at, I got the science channel on and they're showing a video that's oh, gone. Now they showed a video of the globe, England to Iceland, to Greenland, to Nova Scotia. It's, it's like four short jumps. Yeah. It's, it's entirely possible. It's entirely possible. But anyway, over the years, the relationship has improved considerably. Well, yeah, they're bringing all kinds of uh, business. And, right. They're and, spending a and, lot of money. <laughs> well, they're spending a lot of their own money. Which, yeah. Which they're, they're, they've got this tied up legally, so they're going to get the lion's share of the treasure, although I sh- I'm sure that the Canadian government's going to do very well. Plus, they've got a, a mag- magnificent tourist attraction in the future. And uh, the the evidence to the interest serious interest of the canadian government is the fact that there are now 24 archaeologists working on the island yeah paid for paid for by the canadian government 24 they couldn't get they had they had one and they and they were paying them marty and, and rick were paying them now they've got 24 and they're all paid by the government most of them are coming from the university near there Acadia, yeah, and they, yeah, they yeah. they only show some of them, yeah, right on screen. There's, but even well, even even just in the last couple of seasons since I've been watching, and I think I've been watching this for two and a half seasons now, right? Mm-hmm. You got me hooked on on it in the middle of the sixth season, I think. Yeah, and they they have on screen. It's like half a dozen geologists or geoscientists and four or five archaeologists. That are there yeah. all the time, every episode. Yeah, yeah. The, the swamp guy was the one, the archaeologist that primarily works in the swamp. He was the one that uh, suggested testing the water for silver. Yep, Doctor Ian, came up in Ian a, Spooner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was nowhere until a couple of years ago. He was, he was. He, they brought him in the. To walk around in the swamp and he, he found all kinds of stuff well he was and uh, when they started finding stone works 
stoneworks at the bottom of the swamp, he would go down there and find, try to find like branches that were, that got trapped in between the layers of the rocks that, that, Mm -hmm. so that, cause that, that's a way to date that, that's a way to date the construction of whatever the stonework was is you find some piece of wood that fell in there, you know, from a live plant while they were working. And then they can, they can carbon date that and get it pretty Mm -hmm. accurate. And that's how they know that all the stuff that's being, all these roads and wharfs and stone circles and things that are, that they found in the swamp are hundreds and hundreds of years old. Mm Mm-hmm. It would be interesting. They'll never show it to us, but I'm I'm interested in in how they handle the tourists because supposedly uh, they're just flooded. With, I would think with, it would be out of control already at this point. Uh, no, they've been maintaining control right from the beginning. Well, no, there's I mean, one, like there's, there's got to be a huge wait if you oh, if you want to go there. Oh, I think the, the, the thank God for the causeway. Mm-hmm. Um, because they can close it off and you, know, you can't get out. I don't, I don't think they would let, let Tom, any Tom, Dick and Harry drive out there. There's no parking. Just Tom Nolan who lives there. Well, yeah, but he's, <laughs> <laughs> that was a big, that was a big, uh, big plus for them when he said, Hey, you guys go ahead and do whatever you want. I, I'm keep me involved in it. But Well, yeah. Cause that, uh, that stone road. On his the father would side of anybody. the swamp is is in, in his backyard now. Yes, if they followed it all the way from the southeastern corner at the shore yeah. at the road. The main, you know, the road they use for to to bring the heavy equipment in up to the money pit, and that's another thing that I want to get your opinion on. Um, what? Go ahead. The main road, but but the 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 Roman road, whatever the road that's built using Roman. <laughs> road building well, techniques that's going up the east side is all the way to the to the top of the swamp now in his backyard before it started turning east toward the uh toward the money pit mm-hmm. they may they may find more pier structure off of the north uh, coast of the island where nolan's house was or is nobody's Messed with that because no gone, one wouldn't let them up. Right. Yeah. They've, no, they've gone the up man to the, the eye of the swamp. Yeah. Near the, near the, the, the corn, that top corner. Well, they could, they couldn't even get there until the old man, the died. old man died. Yeah. Fred, yeah. Fred well, he Nolan. started Fred Nolan. He started, he got chummy with them. They approached him and, uh, uh, uh he got kind of chummy with them there for a while, but, uh, th- there was no love lost between him and the, uh, What's the name of the family? The Blankenships? The Blankenships, yeah. Nolan and uh, Blankenships, they didn't get along at all. Well, the Nolans live on the uh, on the eastern chunk of the island, right by the swamp, and the Blankenships are way over on the the western side of the western island near, near where the causeway is, right? Oh, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Do you know the history of the causeway? Mm, I don't think so. 1963 or 64, uh, some guy with a bunch of money showed up and somehow wrangled permits to go on the island with a uh, dra- what's called a drag crane. It's a cr- uh, a crane with a with a uh, 
two-piece bucket on the end of it and, and cables. That's how they used to dig Okay. with steam before they had the- Like a big claw. Yeah, like a big claw. But he couldn't get that, or he had a big bulldozer, the biggest one you could get back then. Couldn't get the stuff to the island. On a barge or whatever. It, right. So he built the causeway. Okay. And so he could get that equipment out there. He dug a hole 150 feet deep by 150 feet in diameter at the top. But it was because of the way he was digging it and he didn't have any supports on the sides. It was cone shaped like uh-huh. an upside down cone and he's digging away and all of a sudden it caves in on him. Yeah. And it was a disaster. So he just packed up his stuff and left. He filled the whole thing back in. They made him fill it in. Which is the government, which is what makes uh, what they're doing now very difficult. Very difficult because they can't find the uh, um, some of the old uh, diggings. Yeah. Well, they don't know whether or not what they're finding is the original money pit or if it's just uh, shafts or tunnels dug by other people who came after looking for the money pit, or if it's just a jumbled mess because of this idiot. Well. <laughs> Right. Actually, it's a jumbled mess, but it's a jumbled mess because of the flood tunnels. The, the Whatever's down there is moving around. Yeah. It's not in the same place that, you know, these tunnels have deteriorated. They're full of water and stuff's just floating around. So, well, I wanted to, yeah. I was going to ask you about, speaking of the causeway, so the road that the causeway or that r- runs over the causeway eventually makes its way down to the southern shore just west of the swamp and then it goes along the shore to the other side of the swamp and then it goes back uphill to the money pit and that's the only way they can get to the to the money pit with all that heavy equipment and right. all of the graphics that they have shown on the show for what they're planning to do by putting a a coffer dam in at the swamp involves cutting off that road and digging up that road. And they haven't, I don't think, I haven't noticed, I haven't heard any time where they've addressed how that's logistically going to work. Like, are they going to get the equipment that they need up at the money pit and just leave it there and hope that nothing breaks (laughs) while they've got that road closed? Well, they, they can get that far. They can't go any further. Yeah. No, I see what you mean. The money, the money pits east of the yeah, yeah, the money pits on on uh, east of the uh, swamp. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll have to put in a new roadway, and the, the, maybe they'll go on the north end. There was enough space on the north side for uh, for Nolan to build a house, so there's got to be room up there for a roadway. Yeah, they 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 mentioned a couple of times that the that that kind of infrastructure was going to have to be thought through. I, they, they might have, and I just missed it. But yeah. every time they show that graphic of the copper dam cutting off that road yeah. and them digging it up, I think, okay, what's, I, I know. what's the plan for getting stuff back and forth to the money pit? But yeah, How do you get around it? Yeah, it's, It is just a, up, just a TV show, and they don't exactly give us all the information. No, no, they don't. I, I, I'm curious how they, I would like to see 
them explain how they do the tours. That would be interesting. I don't think they do it because I don't think they want to publicize it. I, I, I'm a, I think they're, they, they get enough, they have enough problems with people showing up as it is. On, on, yeah, yeah. Right. Cause yeah. they, they do only mention it kind of uh, in passing. Like, yeah. I, like, yes, yeah. we have tours, but they, they, they don't have what the, as popular as that show is, you'd think there'd be parking everywhere and uh <laughs> there's not no so well before before we wrap this up i have i found this on the internet this is funny this is a uh, somebody put together their own list of of what they think might happen in future seasons of oak island <laughs> based on what's happened in the past yeah and uh they did this is from a year ago so it starts with the uh, end of season seven it says, uh, we have a pretty good idea where the money pit is. Season eight, let's find the money pit. Season nine, <laughs> we found the money pit at the end of season eight. Now let's dig it up. Season 10, we dig in the money pit. Season 11, we haven't found anything, but let's dig for another year. <laughs> 12, we still haven't found anything. Now we're moving back to the swamp. <laughs> 13, let's drain the swamp and find the Spanish galleon from season seven. <laughs> 14 we haven't found anything in the swamp season 15 heading to france for an entire year the show is now called ile de chine which is oak island in french <laughs> season 16 returning to oak island <laughs> we heard that the box drains are real let's find them season 17 haven't found the box drains but thinking about extending the coffer dam for another 500 feet season 18 <laughs> we've extended the coffer dam another 500 feet the digging begins Season 19. Haven't found anything. Thinking of draining the Atlantic now. <laughs> Season 20. Waiting for permits to drain the Atlantic. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Oh. They, I'd like to know what they're going to do um, for the big dig because they said there were two possibilities there. It's supposed to cost uh, uh, upwards of 10, 10 to twenty million dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna dig. They're gonna dig a hole, like fifty feet across, and but they're gonna re reinforce it all the way down, unlike with, the, the with, idiot from the sixties. Right. They're gonna use. They're either <laughs> gonna pour concrete. They're talking about pouring concrete walls. Yeah, there was another another option where they could freeze it, freeze, freeze it, the ground, freeze it. Yeah. But they have to keep it frozen. Yeah, that's difficult. With ethylene, ethylene glycol, I think they said. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It'll be fun to watch. They were the rest of my. I'll be watching it the rest of my yeah. life. <laughs> they were talking about it at the end of season seven, like they were going to try the big dig this year, but then they never. But then they didn't. So. Well, they, they got they were started do it, late. Yeah, because of COVID, yeah. they had. They said they had to forget about it. So it'll be interesting. I hope they do it. Yeah, eventually they will. Yeah. I think they have to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think they found enough reason to do it at this point. Well, yeah. Especially yeah, even before of... the silver in the water, but especially now with the silver. It, it it's not a it's not a scientific expedition anymore. It's a television show. <laughs> it it is. And they and they do they release information based on what do we want to tell them this week? What do we want to tell them next week? 
you know, it's not, this is what we did last week and here's what we found. Well, and it doesn't start airing until they've already filmed it all. Right. In the fall. Yeah. yeah. So right. like everything that's happening now, they're, you know, everybody's on a, a you know, signed a non-disclosure agreement or something that nobody's allowed to talk about it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that they're protecting the information as much as possible. Well, the show is a viable entity. That's what makes them money. That gives them their operating capital. And the, the higher the advertising rates, the more capital they get. It's got to be one of the top-rated TV shows, I would think. Although you know, you, you, it comes up in a conversation and most people go, what's that? But those are people that spend their time watching professional uh, sports. Or uh, some of the other bullshit that's on TV. Let's see. For this past season, season eight, Curse of Oak Island had the second best 18 to 49 rating, which is the key demographic for advertising, across broadcast and cable. And it finished second on cable in total viewers with 2.87 million. Wow. The second top rated show on cable. Yeah. On cable. Wow. That's amazing. Well, it's interesting. And it's historically oriented too. Yeah. It's becoming, I was going to say, you were saying it's less of a science expedition, more of a TV show. I think it's less of a treasure hunt and more of a science expedition that happens to be on TV, a science and history expedition. Yes. You're right. Does that about do it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. For this year, we'll do it again next year. Talk about, talk about when they drain the Atlantic. (laughs) 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 The other thing appears to have been a fraud. What? But we, the Michigan gold. Yeah. That never came back. Well, not after they found the bricks that were painted with gold paint. (laughs) (laughs) That was just hilarious. Quinn, to this day, all you have to do is say Michigan gold. He starts laughing. Was it the curse of Civil War gold, which there was no actual curse? They just used that to get people who were watching Curse of Oak Island to watch. Well, it's like the Curse of Oak Island, yeah. Well, no, there actually is a curse, though, or a legend, anyway, about seven people have to die. Yeah. But with the, 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 the Civil War one, they were, like, grasping for straws, trying to come up with some kind of curse like oh maybe this is haunted or something it was really hackneyed and, and yeah yeah they 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 were stretching the the thing is they knew from the beginning what happened to the gold and and they were trying to create a tv show phenomena like oak island and it didn't work yeah um i don't know if you knew this or not but uh um marty lagina paid for their boat well he was on that show yeah yeah, he was on a couple of shows and he paid for the boat. He agreed to pay for the boat. Yeah. To go out in Lake Michigan and look for this gold bullion. But that what the guy the guy shipped the gold to these gold mines, this the banker, he bought these gold mines in Utah. They were uh, low yield gold mines. And he bought them and he shipped the gold out there, melted it down, and then shipped it back, claiming that it was mined there. Yeah. He laundered the Civil War gold through his fake fake gold mines. Yeah. 
So, so it went back into his coffers and he did whatever he did with it. Yeah. It's, it's gone. There's no treasure. Well, I think these guys knew that, but they wanted to merchandise the story. Well, the speculation was that one of the train cars had gotten pushed off of a barge into the lake. And that's what they were trying to find. Mm -hmm. But they painted the bricks. (laughs) Well, somebody painted, painted bricks gold and dumped them out there exactly where they were looking. Quinn gave me three painted bricks for Christmas a few years ago. In honor of, of that, uh, that show. Yeah. They're, they're right here, right here underneath the, uh, (laughs) by the fireplace. Did he paint them? Did he spray paint them gold himself? Yeah. Yeah. He did. That was sweet of him. That was for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. For Christmas. He was so disappointed (laughs) and, and, and laughed at it though, because it was, it was funny. It was funny. (laughs) (laughs) The curse of civil war era gold painted bricks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There have been other programs about the beginnings of that. And, it, and apparently it was a true story. They did as far as getting the gold to Michigan, but once it yeah. got to Michigan, nobody can say what happened to it. It's all speculation. Yeah. But getting it to the bank in Muskegon, Michigan, that they, that bank building had like five vaults in it. No yep. bank has that many vaults. And uh, it got shipped off to the Utah, I yeah. think it was. And, yeah. Oh, well. Okay. All right. Been, been nice. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Happy Thank Father's you. Day. You, Thank you very much. Say hi to Allison. Will do. Okay. So where can they find us? Or why don't you ask me where they can find us? Where can they find us, Mike? Oh, gee, thanks for asking. They can find us at nerdburgershow.com. Email us, nerdburgershow at protonmail.com. Join us next time on Nerdburger when Larry returns and hopefully brings me food (laughs) that is either Thai hot or crazy hot, but definitely none of that regular hot crap. Okay. Good. Been fun. Thank you again. Yeah, you're welcome. I enjoyed it. Take care of yourself. You too. Enjoy the rest of your day. Say hi to Grammy. I I will. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.